Here's what I'd like to ask everyone who has come from the bourbon world and who is buying all these secondary market bottles in tequila. What I want to ask all of them is, have you ever explored gin? (laughs) Well, if hanging out and drinking is something that you want to do, well, let me introduce you to my boys, Matt and Drew. For fun and laughs and spirits, there's just one place to go. It's time for the Whiskey Tequila Friday Show. Whiskey Tequila Friday Show with my boys, Matt and Drew. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. And happy Friday to everyone, and welcome to a spicy episode of Whiskey Tequila Fridays, our podcast where we drink a little whiskey. We drink some tequila. We educate. And we libate. All right. My name is Matt. I am the uncertified whiskey hunter. And with me, as always, my brother from another bottle, Drew. (laughs) How are you today? Man, I'm fantastic. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to kind of break down and... Share a little story and talk about yeah. the, the story behind this bottle and, yeah, kind of geek out on my trip. But For sure. All right, so let's get to it. I brought Kentucky Peerless Single Barrel. Okay. It's a bourbon from P- uh, Kentucky Peerless Distilling in Louisville. You got to say Louisville. Oh, I know. Louisville. Yeah. And what did you bring? I brought back... The Tequila Tapatio 110 Proof Blanco. Very nice. From uh, Drew's Summer of Blanco. Yeah. It's the Summer of Blanco. <laughs> so we're closing out. I think this is the last one. Yeah. This whether, is the last whether one. Whether we drop one before the other, at least Who this knows? is, this is going to kind of close out the those four hot Blancos that right. we want, right. we knew we wanted to pair something with them. Mm-hmm. Right. This and is episode twenty-three. Drew's high proof Blanco blind tasting, May twenty-six, twenty-twenty-three. Kind of continued on with the summer of Blanco theme, <laughs> right? Although we started the summer of Blanco pretty early in the spring, and now yeah. we're recording this early-ish October. Not exactly yeah. sure when it will drop, but the weather has changed. The weather it's has definitely... changed. It's time to close out the summer of Blanco because yeah. summer is definitely over. It's gone. Yeah. When, when your teams are already getting eliminated in the baseball playoffs, right? summer's yeah. over. Yeah. And your survival pool doesn't look too good. <laughs> yeah, your fantasy right. teams are yeah, in the tanker. If you are already <laughs> mathematically eliminated from, your, <laughs> from the winning pot. We hear you. <laughs> we're, right. we're here for you. Right. Yeah. And, and a little side story. I had a bottle back in my collection okay. that I kind of thought would go with this. Mm-hmm. And then a few shows ago during our warm-ups, during our little pre-show sipping, yeah. I, br- I brought it and we thought it was okay. It was the Cedar Ridge single malt. Oh, the that's American right. That's single right. malt that's from, right. from the ABV shop. It was and good. It was good. But I kind of knew when I tasted this bourbon at the distillery <laughs> tour, even, <laughs> yeah. while, even while the tour guide was kind of going on and sharing her story or whatever and I was like oh my gosh I just found 
I think I just found what's going to match with with that Tapatio 110. Right, so. right. And speaking of some warm-ups, you want to tease some of our other episodes? Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah, exactly sure if this is going to be in order, though. Should well, we tease them? Let's tease something, and maybe it's already dropped. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> At this point, we don't know. We're going to do El Tequileño and Yeho with... Yes. with a journeyman single yes. barrel from Malloy's. It's called the Butterscotch Private Select Single Barrel. Right. And it's a really interesting whiskey. It has a really strong butterscotch flavor. Yeah. That's why he named it Butterscotch. And you remembered and some butterscotch notes from way back <laughs> when. Yeah. We did El Tecaleño the Reposado, Reposado yeah. and got some butterscotch. And we said, hey, let's try the Añejo with it. And we sipped on it. It's pretty good. And you happen to have a bottle open. Hey. So, <laughs> who knew? We don't like to crack them if we don't have to, right? Right, so, right. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of open bottles. So maybe it's <laughs> it's time. The summer of Blanco kind of left these Repos and Añejos and extra Añejos yeah. on the shelf. A little bit yeah. longer than they would usually make it. Right, right. And then we've got the G4 Extra Añejo, right. lot one from 2016. Very nice. Maybe tougher to find that, but there is another lot that's out there. Like this shows yeah. up on the shelves once in a while. You can find G4XA once in a while. Right. You got to hunt for it. Yeah. It ends up on store shelves. It ends up on grocery store shelves. Even. Yeah. It, it, it and, appears. And not... Out of the range of... You can probably find it on the store shelf for between 125 and 175 depending on your local market. Yeah. When it shows up. Yeah. And we are going to pair that with little bourbon that I found on the shelf. Yeah. At price, but again, paid a little penny for it. It was the Calumet 16. So a 16-year-old... Rye recipe bourbon. Okay. That's 16 years old. That rye mash bill in that Calumet 16 had a lot going on. We're going to have to come up with some names with these. Like a right. like a butterscotch duel and then like yeah. two two old dudes dueling. Like we're going to have to come up like, like, right. like a couple of old dudes like with long gray beards. Like it a couple of old fogies. Arnold Schwarzenegger versus oh. Sylvester Stallone they in are. Escape Plan. <laughs> Did you, have you seen that movie? No. Oh, my gosh. So they're like two 70-year-olds. One's a longtime prisoner. One is a expert in building prisons that are unescapable. Okay. So they stick, I think it's Sylvester Stallone is the consultant who, <laughs> who makes unescapable prisons. Okay. But they're 70. <laughs> yeah. So there's like these two 70-year-old dudes like hitting each other with metal chairs and, you know, steam pipes and... <laughs> Like, this was clearly written in the early 90s when they should have made this movie, and they probably didn't get along well enough to do it. (laughs) So, yes, it'll be like that. It'll be two aged bottles. Two strong old dudes. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Although, I don't know. These are on the top of their game. They are. Still. I don't know, but I guess Arnold and You could argue that they still are, too. Yeah. Cool. We'll go with it. All right. A couple of good teasers. Yeah. But now tonight... Yeah, let's tonight, get back to it. Yeah, so tonight I have a story with my my bottle and okay. in Bo- all bottle. In all honesty, I brought two. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. bottles. Yeah, um, both of them are from trips to Kentucky. Okay, one of them was back in twenty two, and then one was 
this year, 20 okay. and 23. Both times I was invited by Steve Malloy to go down and help select single barrel store picks for the, for the store. Okay. Okay. So this year, when I went back, saw some familiar faces, you know, great to see them again, but also had some new faces. Met a couple of, shall we say, influencers. Okay, sure. You know, yeah. Every now and then I run into some old friends of mine and they're like, oh yeah, you're in that influencer thing. I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> no, please don't no. call me that. Please do not. We had $32 and a <laughs> microphone. Yeah, exactly. I love the, uh, when when I have 200 followers, that does not <laughs> count as... <laughs> right. So among the other influencers that were at this tasting... Sure. And that, by that, you mean the people with more than 200 <laughs> followers. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that one dude, Ryan, mm-hmm. the whiskey gal. Okay. Jamie, J.W. Bourbon, her name is Jamie. Okay. Bourbon underscore Hunt, Daniel. There were some other guests there as well, but the Heaven Hill experience for that Elijah Craig, it was phenomenal. And depending on when we're going to drop this episode, that bottle might be on the, you know, at the store. Now, I will tell you that the day that it gets dropped, it's going to, it's going to go. Sure. It. Elijah Craig barrel proof single barrels fly off the shelf. Gotcha. And it was a great experience. I'll get into that later. We'll probably have a bottle on the show yeah. down the road. Well, I mean, worst case scenario, and this is really, as far as worst case scenarios go, not that bad. <laughs> okay. Somebody could go pick up another special bottle of Elijah Craig, even if they can't find the exact one you picked. Sure. Yeah. And sip along with us and make it a happy there Friday. There you go. All right. There you go. Yeah. But let's just highlight. The Kentucky Peerless Distillery. Sure. So it was the second day, Friday morning. We had to be there by like 10 a.m. Nothing beats sipping whiskey in the morning, you know, but it was it was a great... It, it's <laughs> not day drinking when it's research. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> we had a tour scheduled and they walked us around, gave us the whole tour, you know, got to... Do the whole typical thing, you know, kind of stick your finger in the mash and kind of taste the sweet mash and then taste the 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 more bitter as it's fermenting and it's getting, yeah. you know, turning the that... The beer, right? Or yeah, whatever right. you call yes. it. Distiller's the, the fermenta- beer, what yes. is it called? Yep, that's yeah. right. Okay. And then after the tour, sat down. They gave us kind of a core expression of their bourbon and their rye. Then they gave us like some single barrels. Okay. That are sold only at the distillery. They're the ones making it. So if they come across a really nice barrel, they're going to sell it in their gift shop. Sure. Makes sense. Yep. Anytime you get a chance to go to a distillery, if there's a single barrel on the shelf, I'd say grab it. So kind of like if you're there, don't pass up the gift shop. Oh, definitely. Because you're you're going to find things that you'll never see anywhere else and will never be there again. Yep. Yeah, I would even argue you don't even have to do the tours. You just go to the Once gift you've shop. done a couple of these tours, it's basically the same thing, right? So but, for the little people yeah. who aren't in on big single barrel picks and big time <laughs> podcast and influence social media influencers, <laughs> these things you have to pay for? Well, yes. A, a typical tour, yeah, can be anywhere from... 12 to $30, okay. which is not a bad deal when you consider that they're going to give you three or four pours at the small, but three or four pours at the end of the tour. 
right? Sure. Okay, so they've got other options besides the full paid spend an hour walking around the place. Exactly. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say you could do that with every single distillery, but it's getting to a point where a lot of those do offer that experience. Sure. All right, so tell me about these two bottles at Peerless. Yeah, okay, so one actually is a year old. It's over a year old. It's okay. from, from my April 2022 trip. Okay, so definitely not to, on the shelf oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, no. That, it flew off within the first couple of weeks Okay. Uh, being there, and but yeah, that was a year and a half ago. All right. And well, tell me about it, and then let's taste yeah. it. So they like to come up with the names for the single barrels. Oh, okay. They're pretty proud of their palate and their ability to taste different profiles and identify what's going on, and then come up with kind of a cute, gimmicky, or just a clever name or whatever. Sure. So this one was Funnel Cake, Spice, and Everything Nice. Makes me think of like a pumpkin spice funnel cake. It's, it's because this is pumpkin spice season, <laughs> right? It is. It is. Oh my god! <laughs> now, the one thing I will say, I have different notes on this, but I'm going to wait until after you taste. Okay. Okay. We just are we getting into it? Oh yeah. Let's let's okay. it. yeah. Let's know it. Something that's interesting about Kentucky Peerless Distilling, the warehouse and distilling facility in downtown Louisville used to be a tobacco hanging or drying warehouse. And so a lot of the barrels that are aged in that warehouse just seem to really have a significant tobacco note. Are you getting that? I was just going to say I said pumpkin spice and I'm not getting pumpkin. (laughs) Even though I put it in my own head, tobacco makes sense. Yeah, I can smell it. Yeah. and then, I don't know that I would have picked it out. Okay. But now that you say it, it makes total sense. That's okay. what I'm getting. And then after we sip it, I'll give you more. Ready? It's a little hot. What's the proof on this one? <laughs> I think. I'm getting a nose full of uh, fumes here. <laughs> this one is 112.3. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. Ready? All right, I'm ready. Cheers. Cheers. Any thoughts? Very hot. Okay. Very sweet. Yeah. I get a little bit of the tobacco way at the end. Right. And you know how sometimes I, I, I've said before, I sometimes confuse tea. Okay. Like a steeped, you know, Lipton tea bag, yeah. right? Just yeah. however I experience tea. Yeah. <laughs> In the Midwest. Right. I, I sometimes get that little tea flavor. Okay. And it's kind of like, wait, is it tea or is it like wet, you know, pipe tobacco? Yeah, right. So I kind of get right. that that kind of nondescript. Yeah, sure. I don't get anything very bready. And I was kind of thinking with the funnel cake, am I going to get bread? I will say that this bottle is almost done, right? You can oh, see okay. we got about okay. a quarter sure. of the bottle left. When I cracked it, there was a nice fried dough kind of note gotcha. that we were all getting, you know, w- when they named it. But the thing that I pick out, which is still there, I will say it's less, but it was so great for the majority of the bottle, strawberries. Really? I get strawberries and tobacco. So let's okay. go back in one more time, see if you can pick that out. Like a cherry skull. <laughs> well... 
Strawberries, huh? Did you get it? I get more cherry cough drop. It has like a cherry Ludens, like the super it sweet has cough drop. Kind of yes, it has kind of evolved into a little more of a medicinal cherry kind of note. Okay. I will one hundred percent agree with you on that. But that sweetness that I was getting, I, I guess I should have expanded on it before we moved on. It wasn't really a corn sweetness; it was a sugary fruity sweetness. Okay, all right. So I think once you put the red fruit strawberry in my head, yeah. But yeah, more more when I t- sipped on that. It reminded me of faking a cough in class <laughs> in second or third grade. I can't remember right, because right. she always had those the cherry the, the ludens. ludens. Yeah, they, those things were like candy. Yep. And as she had to know, that we were all just going, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to get those things because they were just yeah, they were so good. Wasn't there a point in time too, like where they they had the cherry and then they came out with like a mint one? And then whoever had the mint one, you were like, "Man, what's wrong with you? Like, what? Yeah, why I don't did you? Know. Know, why didn't you know. get the cherry? Like, right. <laughs> I don't want this mint. No. But I, I, I will say this is a good point of one thing I always say to a lot of my friends that are collecting bottles, opening multiple bottles. Mm-hmm. Once you get below half, it needs to be in the front of your shelf. Sure. It, it really can evolve, and this one is still good. Oh, this is great. But I think it's going to devolve even more if yeah. I don't if I don't kill it pretty soon. But let's move on to the highlight of the night. The bottle that I wanted to bring and highlight with this Blanco is yes. from this year's trip. We paid our own way. We got the tour. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't well. It wasn't VIP. It wasn't you know. I didn't get any special behind the scenes. There was no. Oh, really? There was no behind the velvet rope for this one. No, mm. no. I was just a regular Joe. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But when we were sampling these at the little tasting portion, I knew I had to buy a bottle. Now, the problem with the distillery single barrel bottles is that they're a little pricey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it was well over your previous limit that you used uh, to have. <laughs> yes, okay. Understood, understood. This one is called Lemon Pop Rocks. Mm-hmm. So, and we've tasted this one. We've and tasted I, this one. I, I'm 100% in on that. And if you think it's weird to have a lemon flavor in your bourbon, you need to just try. You need to try some of this because it's, yeah. So on the nose? On the nose, yeah. Ooh, I got a little, I got like a little candy bubblegum kind of thing going on. Sure. I feel like that's the Pop Rock part. Maybe, yeah. Because Pop Rocks, I don't ever remember them being lemon. No. It was usually a bubble gum or a watermelon or something like right. that. Do those even exist still? I think they still do. Oh. I went to a bourbon tasting and the rep that was there, she brought like a little tasting thing with, with her, with the bourbons, this little tiny plate, and it had pop a little... Rocks? A lo- she had a little pile of... She took out a packet of Pop Rocks and then sprinkled a little bit no on, each, on each little plate. I hadn't had a Pop Rock in, in a long time. Yeah. Right? But I don't think it was bubblegum flavored. I think it was just maybe like a candy, a general nondescript candy flavor. Sure. But this has a little bit of a bubblegum kind of I'll, I'll, bubblegum pop I rock. Would, I would go with bubblegum. I get lemon. I'm getting a little bit of lemon on the, on the nose, yeah. But a really rich kind of caramel barrel note too. Mm-hmm. Like a, mm-hmm. The color might be... 
influencing that in my mind because I look at the color and it's just it is it's deep. so deep and it dark. Is deep. And, it is deep. And even a little hay. I even get a little okay. hay on the nose. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Are we ready? All right, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Have you ever had lemongrass? I can't tell you that I've tasted it. I can't tell you I've. So the lemon pop rock becomes a little bit like lemongrass. Okay. Really, really deep bourbon barrel notes. <laughs> yes. Right? And then at the very end, the candy, cola, effervescence. And I feel like that was the Pop Rocks at the very end for me. Yes, I agree. It dances around. Mm -hmm. And anytime it dances around, if I'm sipping with someone, they will sometimes characterize that as a effervescence or even use the word Pop Rocks, right? Okay. I rarely use that. I use more of the expression of... It's really dancing around, you know. It's like it going. Sure. It's like, you know, like all the way around yeah. the the room. And I love this bourbon. I'm so it's really good. Hundred fourteen point one. So a little bit hotter than the other one. Yeah. It had a nice hot kick to it, but it wasn't like just nothing but heat, right? It had no, a, no, it, no, 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 not at all. When it when it fades off, it leaves you with like that lemon, and then it, that. Mm-hmm. Finishing, like you said, with that right. that dancing around. But the, instead the of being rock. like a sweet lemon head or a lemon zest, this was a gl- grassy lemon. Yeah. I grew some lemon balm this okay. year. All right. We were thinking of like a mosquito repellent, but I think you can also make it in tea, you know? Well, we never did that. But yeah. I guess it can be rather invasive. It can grow like a weed, right? But it did have a nice lemon scent to it. Okay, it's so like when you're cutting the you're mowing the lawn, yeah, and you run over the invasive part that is now encroached into your grass, yeah. right? right? Are you getting yeah, you lemon and right. grass, right? Okay, yeah, no, that's I guess yeah, makes sense. Fair enough. Another sip, please. Cheers. I'm tempted to take some dark brown sugar. Like syrupy brown sugar. Yeah. And then put lemon juice on that. <laughs> Cause, right. Because like it's like caramel and lemon. You wouldn't think that that would go, but it's working in this glass. Sure. It works. Or a hot toddy. There Isn't you, that lemon, hot water? There and you go. Is it usually brandy in it, though, or is oh. it bourbon? It's going to be now. Yes. <laughs> right. I think this could work really nice. And I, yeah. but I mean, I kind of hate to take a bottle that expensive yeah, no. and make it a toddy, but you know. Yeah, I mean, if, for science. If, yeah, I'm off tomorrow, you know? Yeah. So we'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. One more sip? Yeah, might All as right. well. All right. So for me, the alcohol was a little bit more tolerable, and I was able to pick apart the different pieces a little bit. So it was more like a nice caramel brown sugar hit, then a little alcohol spike, then that lemon came in, and then the Pop Rocks candy effervescence kind of went in on the finish. But it was much more separate separate and delineated down down the line. Okay. I was going to say I got a little bit more bitter lemon. 
Oh, okay. But what I love is that the lemon has stayed true, even though it changes slightly every right. sip. Sure. It's still always lemon. Yeah. The proof doesn't bother me at all. This one does not sit hot. It's a dangerous 114. I think it, it could be. <laughs> yeah. It could be, because you, you could have three or four pours of this. Right. Not really burn out your palate and be really the- messed up. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I'm a big fan of both of these. Because of the proof, I'm going to suggest that we don't go back and forth on these. <laughs> right. Let's right. just save it for the Tapatio. Yes. Good transition. <laughs> so should we get into the Tapatio 110? Absolutely. I cannot wait to do this. Just give it a little nose there. What are you getting? After all of this hot lemon <laughs> effervescence, now what are you getting? I felt like when we first cracked this, the citrus was a little more little more upfront. Okay. And now it's a good mineral hit. Mineral I'm getting a, it too. A, mm-hmm. I, maybe even a little peppery. Right. Like, maybe more for me, more peppery than mineral. But we just had this not too long ago, and it was grassy. Yeah. And now it's... Right. Now it's more mineral. Well, we've been sipping on these two things. I mean, this is what it's, we... This is all part of it, right? It all influences it. You're right. So talk a little bit about this, because this is fairly readily available on you know what? the shelf, right? Okay, so Tapatio comes from one of our favorite distilleries, Gnome 1139. Carlos. Yeah. Tequila Tapatio, La Atenia, Carlos Camarena, home of El Tesoro, Villa Lobos. Mm. The Excelia used to be there that we love so much. Tapatio is on the shelf pretty regularly. Yeah, but you're talking about the normal expressions, but even the 110, yeah, I you think, would say? I think even the 110, this is really just the 110 expression of the Blanco. Right. There's no other different production method. No, I know. Right. But I'm just saying, like, they probably don't release this in the same magnitude of the regular yeah. Blanco, okay, right? Yes, sure. I mean, probably not. However... It's not like I was waiting and waiting and waiting for this to pop up. Super allocated behind the shelf kind of thing. Right. right. It, it shows up. It's available. Yeah. Now, they've got their extra Añejo, the Excelencia. Yeah. That, that's really hard <laughs> to find. <laughs> People clamor for that one. Well, and Mike Morales mentioned that it sits, it, it sits in glass for a decade before they release it. I can't even imagine. So not only is it an extra Añejo, so aging for more than three years, and I don't have all the... I'm not going to geek out on yeah, that one at sure, this moment, but sure. then it sits for another 10 years. Like, no wonder we can't find it. <laughs> but this Tapatio Blanco 110 is out there. Probably not as available as the normal Blanco, but it is out there and it is available. They recently changed from one liter bottles to 750s. This one happens to be a 750. I do have a handful of one liter bottles of the regular 80 proof Blanco. Okay. And the Reposado. Yeah. Just happened to pick them up while they were still out there. Sure. But they have moved to 750. Number one, confirmed additive free. And as I'm saying that, we should talk about some of the updates in that program. But we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. It's a good tangent. You wanna, yeah. You want to guess what this scores on Tequila Matchmaker? Now, this is the 110 you're talking about. This is the 110. 110. Specifically the 110. You know, a lot of those guys and gals tend to be a little 
proof hounds. I think mm-hmm. they like. I mm-hmm. think they like their proof. Mm-hmm. And so I, I haven't looked, or if I have, it's been a long time. Okay. I am going to guess eighty nine or ninety. Ding ding, eighty nine. All right. The whole lineup: Blanco eighty seven, Repo eighty six, and Yeho eighty seven. Extra Añejo, 91, 110, 89. <laughs> and 89 might as well be a 98 for one. Yeah, no, it's pretty strong. It's a pretty strong rating. Yeah, right. And the 90, 91 might as well be a 99 <laughs> or 100, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just, you know, if you're thinking about, if you're coming at this from wine ratings, 89 is about as good as it gets. Yeah, and I think it's good for the listeners to know, too, that this is sort of the budget line of the distillery, wouldn't you? I don't know it, that it's like budget, is, like Cimarron's budget to Don Falano and and whatever else is made there. That's a that's a bigger that's a, bigger, a bigger jump. jump. That's a bigger jump. But this is very approachable, very jump affordable. Of five or ten dollars, probably most yeah, places, think, think most El, stores. Yeah, El Tesoro ends up being a little bit more. Villa Lobos, maybe even a little bit more than that. Yeah. And yeah, Tapatio, like you can get the Blanco for 40, 45 bucks. Yeah. Definitely easier on the wallet than some uh, of the Blancos. Yeah, have. maybe budge is not the right word, but tier one, tier two, tier three sure. of their line. Sure. Right? I'll give you that. I'm going to say this is the more, the Tapatio line is, I think, more affordable, lower priced than most El Tesoro and most Villa Lobos. Yeah. I'm going to give you that. Definitely less than the Excelio when it was out. Yeah. And do you know offhand the tequila matchmaker ratings? Does that reflect as well? So interestingly, El Tesoro Blanco, 87. El Tesoro Repo is up to an 85. I think that way back when, when we recorded this in episode one. Our favorite things first. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like an 83. Okay. And I was always kind of surprised it was that low. The Añejo's an 84. Part of the tequila matchmaker... Ratings is also value, right? And I mean, the label kind of doesn't reek of elegance. Like the, I think like you the mentioned, L- you've mentioned this before. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I don't know what they're called, but it's kind of the Day of the Dead skeletons. They're dancing. No, you but, mentioned this. You mentioned this last time that it was. This was a label that you have looked at and you weren't attracted to the label. <laughs> right. Which, you know. Right. right. But now that I've tried the juice, I am on board 100%. Right. If I can get these kind of notes. Yeah. And save, a, save an a additional $5 yeah. or whatever, why not? Yeah. Right. It's phenomenal. So confirmed additive free. Yeah. 110 proof, which by law is the maximum that any tequila can be. Okay. We've gotten bourbons up in the 120s, 130s right. before. Right. And it's just not going to find that. But <laughs> we've got 110 and it stands up. It's going to stand up. To the up. number on your peerless, yes. which I'm excited about. Yes. This is, uh, you know, the Highlands, right? Altos, Los Altos. Deep well water, wood fermentation tanks. Okay. Of course, we all already know 100% agave. Open air fermentation and fermentation with fibers. With fibers, okay. Using as much of the inputs as they can. Yes. That, hey, you've got the juice in the fermentation tank. Let's throw some of the fibers in there too. 
Let's try to get as much of that flavor as possible. As always, copper pot. Both roller mill and tahona. Okay. On this one. Stone brick ovens. Of course, additive free. We mentioned that before. Are you ready? I am ready. Salud. Salud. Oh, come on now. That's good stuff. I... Do you get an alcohol burn? No. Not well, maybe ne- it helps that we not, warmed up with 113, right. 114. And, I mean, let's face it. I've been sipping on some really high-proof stuff for the last 10 years, you know? Yeah. So maybe my palate is different than someone else's that's never tried even a an 80-proof sure. tequila without ice or without mixers or without anything. However... Just like you said earlier, this is a dangerous glass right here mm-hmm. because I could do three or four of those in a night and then be like, why can't I feel my face? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. because it goes down really nice. That is, and I'll even argue that when we did the high proof Blanco lineup, in the face of, you know, all these spectacular Blancos that we put up against it. I feel like it almost didn't have a chance. We had the Criollo, which we've already said is special. Yeah. And if you're going to talk price, oh uh, yeah. I mean, you're 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 pushing three times, right. at least yeah. twice, cl- approaching three times the yeah. price. Value is another hour discussion all yes. by itself. Right. We had the Toralta from the brother's house. <laughs> right. right. I mean, you know, we were yes. getting some similar stuff, and then of course the Heradura, which we oh, can yeah. we can pick up out of a lineup. And I don't right. know that I would have put. This one fourth behind Heradura. I I really like it. I, know. I really enjoyed like that it. bottle. We enjoy but, that bottle. But you're right. I mean, now knowing that what I'm tasting now, yes, clearly I would not put it forth. So I got this, you know, as we were talking about some pepper on the nose. I didn't quite get the same pepper on the palate. Right. But a just gorgeous cooked agave. Peppery alcohol burn, but not alcohol sure. astringent type yeah. taste. A good bit of citrus, and I think that's going to match up really well with that lemon flavor when we go to quick sip. There it is, right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, I got the grassy. Okay. I, I get it again. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that grassy note way late into the, mm-hmm. into the finish, but... Mm-hmm. Not as pronounced. No, very subtle, very small. Yeah. What came to mind when I was kind of in mid-palate was that if you could make a wine out of agave, that that's what this would taste like. I assume you could, right? You can make wine out of everything, right? I guess, right? I guess. But it just had this really nice, delicate... Yeah. It gave me not flavors, not characteristics, but like emotions of when I taste a nice, really a good, well put together white wine, you know. All right. So you get emotional oh, over white wine. I emote, baby. Interesting. Um, second sip. Yeah. I'm not touching this whole white wine emotion thing. Citrusy, earthy, flowery. Did you get a little mint? Anise. You like to pick up mint. I got mint. I got anise. I got oh, citrus. Oh, back, I got are we f- back to anise? Anis. Or are we saying anise? Anis. Did we ever decide? I don't know. I don't care. I'm not sure. It doesn't I matter. Anise, citrus, mm-hmm. floral, absolutely. A little grassy. For me, 
the minerality kind of runs all the way through. Okay. So it's like minerality and citrus, and then minerality and then mint, and then minerality and then grass. But yeah, that was so much. Like it's opened up from the 10 or 30 seconds we were talking earlier. Right. Like it's right. opened up more. This is really good. How much yeah. is this? Roughly? Uh, you know, might be in that 55 to $60 oh. range. It is a high proof, so it, it runs a little bit higher, but I, but I honestly there are some I don't Blanc- There are some regular 80-proof Blancos oh, that you sure. and I buy that are that price. For sure. So for sure. But I feel like day. I feel like the Tapatio 80-proof I can still find in the Chicagoland area for 45 to 50 Right. And I feel like this one's just a little bit more. Maybe, f- you know, 60 65 oh, 55 somewhere in oh. there. Sign me up. Yeah. No, it's great. That is... It's great. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Before we move on, what do you say we reload? Okay. And just... Everybody just give us a moment to... (laughs) Prepare for what comes next. Yeah. Prepare for what comes next. I've even got just a little sip of the 22 Peerless, but I don't know if I want to do eight permutations Uh, with high proof stuff. Yeah. All right, well, give us a minute. Let's pour our glasses. All right. This is that one dude, Ryan, and you're listening to Whiskey Tequila Fridays podcast. All right, we are back. Let's. I think it's time that we get into the quick sips. I couldn't agree more. Right on cue. Just as a reminder to everybody listening, or if this is your first time, welcome. This is our little addition to the spirits world, where we are going to take a little sip of the whiskey, give it a nose, give it its time, take the full... (laughs) Roll it around. (laughs) (laughs) See if I hesitate. You come in, it's gone. Give it its full due. And But then we're not going to rest, we're not going to wait, we're not going to rinse, we're not going to cleanse, we're going to go right into the tequila. And the idea is just like when you're pairing wine and cheese or fruits and foods, and we want to see what does the whiskey bring out in the tequila. And once we've done that, we'll go back the other way. Can't wait. First things first, we have got the Kentucky Peerless Distilling... This is the one you bought now most recently, yes. summer of 2023. Yeah. This is the new gift shop, single barrel. Gotcha. So if you can't get to the gift shop, could they get a Peerless Distilling off the shelf? Are there any special releases? What can somebody do who isn't getting to Louisville? Yeah, well, they, they can certainly find a Peerless bourbon Okay, that's just their batch bourbon on almost any shelf. Sure. And then some stores might have their own Single barrel store pick. Absolutely. Okay, excellent. For that high proof match, because we want to match something with a little proof here. Yeah, so what is the proof on this one again? This is 114.1. Cool. Cheers. Cheers. John Cougar Mellencamp couldn't have put it any better. Come on, baby. Make it hurt so good. I thought you were going to say, I need a lover who won't drive me crazy. Oh, no, no, not but quite. that was still the Johnny Cougar days. Oh, come on. You had to know what I was going to say. I didn't know what you like, were going to say. Oh, that was so hot, hot, painful, but pleasurable. 
That was just, mm. it kind of hit all just my corners. Madonna like it was just body of evidence right. kind of thing hitting on you right there, huh? When I nosed the tequila, a thought came through my head that I don't come across a Blanco very often that is such equal parts of grassy and mineral. Yeah. Did you get that? Like, so many of them are either one or the other. Right. Right? So let's back up, though. We started with the whiskey. Yeah. It did come out a little bit hotter, but we've been sitting here jawing Just, at each other for a yes. while. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it how was, long it's going to be on the final recording, but we've been sitting here chatting for an hour and not drinking. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been sitting here just waiting. <laughs> to smack us. <laughs> yeah. But all kinds of lemon, brown sugar, bourbon, heat. Yes. And it was hot. I actually had to give it a minute. My yeah. mouth kind of flooded to yeah. put out the fire. Right. Right. Very mouthwatering in the late finish. And I just let all that happen to put out the fire. When I nosed the tequila then after that, I was getting so much deep agave nose. Okay. Even more than I think I was earlier. Oh, okay. And this is kind of an, this should be an agave forward Blanco. Sure. But boy, it kicked it up. Yeah. And an earthiness, which if you're going to call it equal parts mineral and grass, I'm going to call it earthy. Yeah. And say it was the same thing. Yeah. Just... Definitely more earth tones than, mm-hmm. you know, uh, than pepper or citrus or, yeah. you know, it was just. But on the palate, it departed from the earthiness. And yes. I got all kinds of, again, that deep agave flavor, a bunch of citrus, and then what I would call minty vegetal grass. Good little whack of mint in there. Yes, I did get the mint. Yeah. Now, I feel like the finish is just now starting to fade away. We, like, we, it, that finish was long. It took us a while to start talking. And I really had a hard time finding any fault at all with either one of these. No. That was These go that was so delicious. well together. Is the normal peerless on the shelf an 80, or is it bottled at more like 90? It might or? be a little bit higher, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll check. I'll check while we're going through Gosh. the other way. Because, man, if you could grab that... <laughs> And this Tepatio 110, you know, in lieu of getting a single barrel from the gift shop in Louisville, yeah, Kentucky, yeah, which right. isn't the most accessible place <laughs> sure. ever. Sure. But you we know. seem to have a theme now where we're going to be going with like one bottle that might be kind of allocated and one bottle that might be a little more accessible. Yeah, we're yeah. going to that run right, right now, which right. is fine. It is what it is. It we, is what it we, is. You know, we're, we're trying to match these up more for taste. How many layers of complexity can we really add? We right. Are, we are but simple farmers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, should we go the other way? Absolutely. So this time we are going to nose, take a sip of the Tequila Tapatio 110. Again, give it its full taste, give it its full finish, but then we're not going to wait. We're not going to rinse. We're not going to cleanse. We're not going to do anything. We're going to go straight into this Kentucky Peerless Distilling this one happens to be the single barrel lemon pop rocks. Whatever you get, your mileage may vary. Are you ready? I'm ready. Salute. Salute. Okay, so I was watching you. Right. And I have a feeling 
you took an equal sized swig <laughs> of the tequila and the bourbon. Yeah. Because we're so close in proof, you should be able to do that. Right. And you did it. Yes. And I think it bit you back. It was hot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Did you take a slightly smaller sip I of the... I actually took a slightly smaller sip of the bourbon just because the bourbon tends to be sitting hotter. Right. I realize it's four proof difference and it is hotter. Sure. But I feel like it's even sitting a little hotter than it's proof tonight. Yes. This Tapatia 110 does not come off as hot no. as some of the other 110s that we have experienced. Even some of the 101s yeah. that we've experienced. Like there's there's something really smooth about this oh, tequila. You're not supposed to say that. Every every <laughs> booze hound everywhere just went, just, what? <laughs> smooth. <laughs> like the needle just came off the jukebox. We just... We just lost 500 downloads. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck them if they can't take a joke. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. The 110 comes off kind of cool, kind of clean. Yeah. Does not really hit you like a 110 it doesn't might. Kick, it doesn't kick like the bourbon does. No. Yeah. So tell me the flavors you were getting because right, I so, know I could see you there breathing. Yeah, there was there was a good amount of the, the lemon and the... The caramel and and the toffee sweetness that really mm-hmm. kind of ran through, but I'll be honest, yeah the the alcohol punch, yeah, kind of it's like when you're driving and the sun is setting and you're yeah. heading west, right, yeah. and you almost have to drive with your hand up above your forehead here to kind of block, right, right. because it's just below the visor and it's just above your dash and it's right. just but you're driving straight into. The sun, right? Yes. That's kind of how it felt. I was not able to pick apart a lot of the bring it in, nuance. nuance of, of the, the bourbon, but I still really enjoyed that Tapatio. Like that, that first sip, that I was did. still really nice. Yeah. For that little instant when I wasn't moving into the bourbon, I still got just a really well-balanced Blanco of the right amount of vegetal the right amount of mineral, mm-hmm. the right amount of citrus and mint and pepper and agave. Just, this one's really impressing me. It really it is. is. It is. And I, I think the minerality kicked up for me on this second sip. Okay. Maybe because we were talking about it. Maybe because I got it first. Okay. And so I didn't already have lemon pop rocks. In, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. You but know, you also took a bigger sip. So tell me what you got. You took well, a bigger sip of the bigger tequila. Bigger sip of the tequila. Like I said, kicked up the min- minerality. A smaller sip of the bourbon. Yeah. And it was just more of a personal preference versus a proof thing. I got all of the gorgeous lemon barrel sugar, brown sugar, but it was short. Oh, okay. But that big whack of bourbon flavor, it came in very fast. Yeah. And left just as quickly. Okay. All right. Then the finish was just this like whisper. Bourbon. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it it wasn't quite the same as the whiskey to the tequila oh, for me. Yeah. The tequila on the end just went and went and yeah. went and said, yeah, I've got some mint here for you. Yeah, I've got some herbal here for you. Yeah, I've got some citrus here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I... For, for me as well, even though it was very hot for me, it did 
end quicker. Almost like the alcohol just whoosh, like sure. evaporated, sure. you know, my, my taste buds. So I'm going to do it again. Same way? Yeah. Tequila, Tequila to into the whiskey. The, yeah. I'm going to do it like you did. Oh, so maybe I should do it like you did. Oh, a little quick sweep. <laughs> a little, a little quick sip swap. Quick, quick. You I, got it. I can never say that again. Quick. I don't know sip, that you did swap. the first time, but yeah, we're in. All right. So this time, as per usual, give it a nose. Give the give the tequila a nose. Give it a sip. Give it its due. No rinsing, no waiting, no cleansing. Right into the bourbon. But this time, you are going to adjust for the relative heat that we are right. feeling. Right. And take a smaller swig of the bourbon. Right. I am going to go all in like go, you did. Try to go equal parts. Right. You looked, you, could... you looked like you were huffing. So if <laughs> that's my goal. All right. I hope you don't hurt too much. Salute. Salute. All right, I took a huge sip. It, <laughs> of, it, it, of both? It hurt. You took a smaller sip. You start because I can't even... All right. I, my, I can't even function. So I'm pleased to say that I got something out of the bourbon. Mm-hmm. I got a chocolate note. Ooh. It was Ooh. very so, small. So lemon pop rocks, but you got chocolate. I still got the citrus in the beginning... Yes. I don't know if it danced around quite like the Pop Rocks because mm-hmm. there was still, even with a smaller sip of the bourbon, still a lot of heat. But then the bourbon, not as big of a punch, citrus, caramel brown sugar, and then just that little, that whisper you said earlier. Like this? Bourbon. Right. But it was chocolate. <laughs> And there's a bunch of ASMR perverts who are like, oh, I really like this podcast. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Download 10 times. That's good. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, I think this is the best part about why we do this. Because yeah. we, we would never have gotten that just sipping the bourbon alone. Oh, my right? gosh. My head is like a big potato right now. <laughs> so hot. It's just steaming. Oh. <laughs> So I took a nice big sip of the tequila. So well balanced. I mean, sipping yes. back and forth now a yes. couple of times. Yes. And I, not having the whiskey or the bourbon right to, to influence it right. right off the bat. Right. So balanced. I agree. It had the right amount of burn. It had the right amount of vegetal. It had the right amount of mineral. It had the right amount of citrus. Yeah. It had the yeah. just beautiful agave. I'm just, it's... I'm really getting the good agave, and yeah, we've been glossing over. We keep saying we're glossing over the agave, but today it is undeniable. Oh yeah, no, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, and I this, I mean, this is finding its way to the top of my list of Ooh. the next bottle to buy, because you know during the Toralta one ten episode, I kind of alluded to. Liking it so much that I would even consider buying the regular 80-proof Toralto mm-hmm. just to kind of see what it's got going on, right? Well, when we shut off this recording, yeah, I'll go grab the 80-proof Tecatillo okay. for you All if right. you want to taste it All real right. quick. 
But I mean, but we're not recording that because we're getting long in the tooth here. Yeah, a little bit. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. But for sub fifty dollars, a high proof. I don't know if it's sub fifty, but it's sixty okay. or less. Sixty or less. Okay. Yeah. All right. Still, that's phenomenal. Yes. That hits above its weight class. Yeah. I now, think that's. Look at my bourbon glass. Look at my Glencairn. Yeah. Look at my tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Completely empty. <laughs> I took way too much. <laughs> it wasn't even enjoyable at first. Right. I had to really reconcile the fact that I just took <laughs> a huge mouthful and I wasn't all that happy. Right. It didn't sit all that hot, but quickly in the finish. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was feeling the pain you were feeling earlier. Yeah. I think this is one it just... It just runs a little hotter than 114. Yeah. Like, it's bottled at 114. Right. But it and might hit you like a 125 might. It does kind of hit that way, yeah. And we alluded earlier to the regular labels on yeah. the shelf. They do have a small batch that's a high-proof small batch bourbon that would be on the shelf regularly at 109.5. Ooh, so not so really that, that much. Might, might kind of hit you at one, like 114 would. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe would match up even better with, with the Tapatio 110. I don't know. I'm willing to try. Yeah, I'm willing to try. That was, that it, was great. This is great either way. I'm still going to go whiskey to tequila is my winner. Hands down for me too. Yeah, that was great. But again, as you like to say, I ain't mad at it the other way. <laughs> I'm liking it. And I've got a little bit more tequila. I've got a little bit more of the 2022. Yeah. I think we shut off this recording and just do that a couple of times amongst ourselves. I think it deserves it. I think it deserves it. Yeah. yeah. All right. But it doesn't deserve airtime because no. I'm looking at the clock here and we're approaching yeah. two and a half hours. Yeah. This is typically where our discussion starts <laughs> to fall off a cliff. So we're going to... We're going to wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. We want to thank you guys for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners. Give us that five star. Leave a review. We will read it on the air. You can find our Facebook group and our Instagram site at Whiskey Tequila Fridays. We ask that you drink responsibly. We want to thank Joby at Forsha Creek for our music once again, check out his podcast, Forsha Creek, for all your outdoor and hunting and sporting needs. And if you like drinking whiskey and you like drinking tequila, then it's always a Friday. Happy Friday, Drew. Happy Friday, Matt. Oh, we appreciate y'all hanging, but now it's time to go. Come on back for more whiskey to keep a Friday show. Go somewhere else. Go explore rum. You know, oh, go dirty go, old go, rum. Go dabble in the uh, barrel because you can get some really nice barrel aged rums, right? Yeah. And I think it's sort of like tequila too. Like you don't even know if it's. Laden with additives, or if it's not like I rum, no, rum I is, would have just assumed rum is super, just the, it's you know, got pirate sweat exactly. Anything related to pirates, it's going to be it's difficult to keep it dirty, reg pirate. regulated, <laughs> dirty pirate liquor. <laughs>